Hello, and welcome to Fine Wine, where I talk about slash discuss media that may or may not have aged, like fine wine. Um, I am the wailing that you hear in your yard past midnight, and there are new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Today, I have the greatest pleasure of talking to y'all about the 1950 Western flick, Dakota Lil, starring George Montgomery, Rod Cameron, and Miss Marie Windsor. Now, Miss Marie Windsor may sound like a familiar name. She was um, one of the Catwomen from the moon, from Catwomen from the moon, um, in which she played um, not a Catwoman from the moon, but was being, like, telepathically communicated to by Catwoman from the Moon to become a Catwoman from the Moon. Um, But in this 1950 film, three years prior to her um, stint in Catwoman from the Moon, um, she plays a little old Western Western, um, dance hall singer girl. But she's not just any dancer hall, dance hall singer girl. She is um, an escaped convict named Dakota Lil, the titular character. Yes, she is that bitch. Um, So the plot follows as um, there's this gang that is like causing mayhem all the way from the Canadian border to the Mexican border all across the West. So, you know, they're covering, like, how far is it? 2,000 miles? I don't know. They're covering a lot of ground with their havoc. Um, Nobody likes havoc, especially when it has to do with um, stealing money. Um, So, the Hole in the Wall gang, they have just stolen, like, um, some money from the bank. Um, and Mr. Secret Agent, Mr. Tom Horn, is on the case. Now, this is George Montgomery's character. Um, he is, like, going through the crime scene where they, um, stole some money from, and they're like, oh my god, they disappeared without a trace. Meanwhile, babe, there are, like, several banknotes on the floor, while they're searching, like, um, maybe if you open your eyes a little bit, then you can see that they didn't disappear without a trace, because otherwise, ma'am, what the hell would you be doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, Mr. Tom Horn, he decides he is going to, um, Miss Mexico. So he's going to Mexico under the name Steve Garrett. You know, very generic name. He may have... He should have just chosen, like, Durwood Bewitched. That That's not a good name. Um, but that is what we call um, Mr... Um, I can't even remember his real name from Bewitched. Um, Samantha's husband from Bewitched. Uh, instead, he chooses very generic name, Steve Garrett. Wait, Steve Garrett. I feel like that's the name of the... Of Steve from Wonder Woman. Oh my god. 
Steve. Well, the guy from Wonder Woman's also named Steve. Maybe it was a reference to Dakota Lil. Maybe every Steve is actually named after Steve Garrett from the 1950 Western film Dakota Lil. I've cracked the code, babes. Um, but anyways, Mr. Steve Garrett slash Tom Horn. I'll call him Steve from now on because that's what he's going to be going by for a good portion of the film. Um, this film's like 88 minutes long, so like a good 80 minutes of the film, he'll be Steve Garrett. Um, so he shows up in Mexico and um, there we have Miss Marie Windsor being Dakota Lil singing her song in her singing voice as you sing when you sing a song. Um, and while she's doing her little dance hall number, um, after her piano player stopped playing, she immediately turns off her smile and just, like, smizes at all the people. Like, turns off her, um, happy act immediately. Like, you go, girl. Um, so there's this, um, guy named Vincent that she's working for at this little hall at the moment. Um, now Vincent, he's not that important. We know this because he doesn't have a last name. If you don't have a last name, you're fucked. Um, so Dakota is like there, but she's not there just to be a singer. Um, she is there actually to like do some crime, especially because now Mr. Um, Steve, he is looking for her because he knows that she is good at forging because she recently did time in, um, she recently did time at a women's penitentiary for forging, forging stuff or whatever. <laughs> um, so he's looking for her cause he needs her help to, um, you know, get, get this hole in the wall gang that he's trying to nail down. Um, now, Mr. Vincent, the guy that Miss Dakota and Mr. Steve are about to dupe out of, like, everything, um, he's sort of hot. Like, I don't know, he should have been the main character instead of Steve. Um, sorry about it. But, um, Dakota and Vincent go out and they are riding horses and Dakota's like, oh, I have to go now. Um, but Steve's like, wait, no, um, don't do that. Um, but then, wait, what did I say? Well, Vincent, Dakota go out. Steve shows up. Um, Dakota's like, wait, can you hold the horses for a second to, to, um, Steve? And then she just takes off, um, leaving both Vincent and Steve behind. Um, as you do, because obviously Miss Dakota is like a criminal. Why would she be wanting to work with um, this secret agent guy? Especially because she has some history with um, this hole in the wall gang. Um, now, Miss Dakota, she shows up at another um, dance hall. And this dance hall, pub, tavern, saloon, I'm going to call it saloon from now on. Dance hall just doesn't sound right. Um, so it's a saloon. Um, so she goes to the saloon of Harv Logan in Wyoming. Um, you know, 
Wait, where is Wyoming? I don't know. I thought of Wisconsin when I said Wyoming. Um, so yeah, we're still in like Western territory. Um, so now they're in Wyoming. Big difference from Mexico, right? Um, and Miss Dakota, she is going in for a job interview, but her job interview is walking right up to the singer that the saloon has hired and just staring at her while she's singing and like, just like making total bitch face at her. Um, while the, while this girl is singing, I mean, like, I knew she was like a criminal, but she's being very cutthroat at the moment. Like, um, and then once the girl stopped singing, um, Miss Dakota, she's like, that is, that was sort of shit. Um, so she's like, play the piano, play my number to the saloon that she's like never even gone to before. And she just starts singing. Um, so she does her little number and it's like the same one that she's saying at the beginning of the film. She only knows one song. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. How did she keep her old job if she only sang one song? Come on, girl, expand your re- repertoire. Um, but after that, the owner of the saloon, Harv Logan, he's like, um, come in here, you're hired. Um, and he kicks that other singer out, literally like jobless in a minute. And he shows her, he shows Miss Dakota the new room that she's going to be living in because now she's going to be living at the saloon as their resident singer. Um, and he shows her the closet filled with the old dre- the dresses of the old girl that was there. But Miss Dakota, she's like, no, get me a whole new wardrobe. Um, like, ew, those are hideous. Um, essentially, like, being a bit of a being a bit of a drama queen, but I mean, he shouldn't, he should, he, he, I think expected that, this dude, Mr. Logan, he expected it because first off, she walked straight up into the old singer's face while she was singing, respecting no personal space, and then just stole her job mere seconds after she stopped singing. Um, so, you know, um, so Miss Dakota, she is sort of getting it on with Mr. Logan. Uh, Mr. Logan, I don't know. Is he hot? Eh. I mean, compared to the main guy, compared to Mr. Steve, he he's definitely hot. But in terms of standards of not compared to Steve, I don't know. He's sort of eh. Miss Dakota, she's hot though. She's smoking, especially with um her singer getup because it's like you know classic western. So you have the classic western costumes with the ruffled dresses and like sort of like um cinderella-esque hair hair buns like the old the animated cinderella like though like that hair but with like feathers in it like come on dakota work it um so she's hot definitely Um, but Miss Dakota's piano player sees her getting it on with Mr. Logan and sort of gets jealous, but he's not going to leave her because he has, like, unrequited love to her and also is, like, not going to get it from anyone else. Um, plus they make good money because he's, like, her accomplice in forging. Um, oh yeah, after I said, is Logan hot? 
Uh, he's definitely not hot because he is gross misogynist, but luckily, Miss Dakota Lil, she eviscerates him. Um, like, go girl, you do it. Um, like, he is essentially like, because they start like doing a little bit of, um, forging together because she's like, I have special talents. And he's like, oh, you do? What are they? Because that's also one of the reasons why why he hires her is because she can forge stuff. Um, So when he sees her writing, he's like, I never did approve of schooling for females. And Miss Dakota, she is like, judging from your handwriting, you never approved of schooling for males either. Like, you go, girl. You don't take that shit sitting, lying down. Um, So... Um... Miss Dakota, she is on her way out, going to, like, going to a thing. I mean, what what they're doing. So, Dakota is gaining the trust of Harv Logan, because when she had that little run-in with Steve in Mexico, he was like, girl, hole in the wall is, like, doing this heist of, like, $100,000, um, on a train, and if you help me, we can, we can, like, split it, because he is going in as, like, mm, not a cop. He is pretending to be also an outlaw, like, rival gang member, um, to the hole in the wall. So he's like, we can split the money if we do this together, and Miss Dakota's like, okay, 50 grand ain't that bad. So she listens to him, and she takes on the role of getting close to Harv Logan, because they are suspecting him of, like, being, um, being, like, close, like, in business with the hole in the wall. So that's why she goes to his, like, place in Wyoming. Um, but once she gains Logan's trust after working for him for a little bit, um, and after doing some forging for him, um, and after doing a few, um, make-out scenes and suspicious noises coming from the other room scenes uh, um um uh, mr mr dude um is trying to get miss dakota to forge the money that logan has stolen as the head of the hole in the wall because Mr. Logan, he's not just in cahoots with them. He runs them. He is actually um, Kid Curry, um, the man that runs hole in the wall. So he is like not just any guy. So she's actually been doing the doing the monkey monkey dance ritual, huh? She's been peeling bananas with the monkey. That runs um, the gang that she's supposed to be infiltrating. Um, so once she gains his trust, like pretty good, um, they go. He takes her to the hole in the wall base where they are going to be having her sign the banknotes that they stole. Um, so she like shows her skill in it, and he's like, "Wow." Awesome. Great. You can write? Cool. Um, girl boss. Um, but in the meanwhile, 
there's also a little like chase scene where Mr. Steve is Mr. Steve, he sort of exposes himself to Kid Curry Logan um by trying to trying to get the banknotes that they stole. Um so he chases them down in like on a horse when they were like doing a wagon thing, doing a wagon transfer. Um but they end up um he ends up tackling one of them to the ground and they end up like wrestling in the water very homoerotically. Like this entire sequence was very very interesting in that did it really have to be in the film? Did we really have to have this? I don't know. Very homoerotic, very questionable in that why is it in the film when it has no plot relevance? Um but at this point, Miss Dakota she finds out that Steve isn't who he said he was. Because Miss Dakota, she was sort of being like, hmm, this Steve, maybe after this after this um, little business deal that we have going on, maybe I'll love him for real. Because she's sort of starting to like him. But she finds out he's actually like super undercover secret agent detective guy. And she is like, um, what? Like, no, how dare you? I feel so betrayed. Um... But then also she's like, so after she finds that out, they still have to end up going through the final phases of the plan with her, like doing, getting the banknotes and getting the evidence so that they can like convict the hole in the wall in Kid Curry. Um, But she's not that happy about it because she's like, oh my God. What if we both get arrested? This is so tragic because then I can't end up with my detective hubby because she's sort of gotten over her being like, oh my God, he lied to me about being a detective. Um, She's sort of gotten over that, but now she's like worrying after this job, if we get caught, we're both going to jail and we won't be able to be together. Babe, he's a government agent. He's on a mission right now from the government. He's not going to get got by the law that he is literally enforcing at the moment. Um, so just sort of dumb because she's, he's also asking, having her do this stuff. So what she's doing isn't, she's doing what she's doing under the guidance of, um, an officer of the law. So it's like, they can't really get you for that, babe. Hmm. Um, but Dakota, she's like very worried that she's going to go back to jail, especially since this is going to be like her several teenth offense with the law. Um, but while Miss Dakota, she is trapped in the forging room doing her little banknote signing and she ends up like trying some food from the gangster guys and she's like, oh my God, this is disgusting. Like just insulting this guy's cooking for no reason. Like you go girl. Um, but she ends up finding out where they're hiding all the bills because before, Mr. Kid Curry Logan was not letting her see it because he was like, you're a woman, I can't trust you. So he's been hiding it in the room under, like, in a little digging spot um, and hiding all the bills there. Um, so she's sort of like, hmm, thought I have my women into intuition. I can figure out where he's keeping it. Um, 
So, Mr. Steve Garrett shows up. Um, well, he doesn't show up. I think he fires a shot outside to get um, Logan Curry out of the same hut as Dakota. And then Dakota is like, oh shit, this is my time to go. So she runs out of there, jumps on a horse, but then Kid Curry like starts shooting at her because she's escaping as she is sort of his hostage at the moment. Um, but then um, while she's running away, she catches up with Steve Garrett, um, Tom, Tom whatever. What is his name again? Tom Horn, yeah. Steve Garrett, Tom Horn, she catches up to him and they start running off on the horses together. But Mr. Kid Curry Logan catches up with them. So what else does he do, Mr. Tom Horn, Steve Garrett do, except shoot the guy? And Miss Dakota Lil, she is like, oh my god, did you just kill him? That's so crazy. What? Oh my god, a gun killing a guy. And she's just like so shocked by it. And now she's like convinced that um, Mr. Tom Horn is going to be going to jail for this, but ma'am, he's an officer of the law. He ain't going to jail, especially when this was sort of righteous. I mean, he was, uh, he was coming after them with, um, with definitely malicious intent. And also, Mr. Tom Horn isn't a mere police officer. He is, like, a detective under the financial bureau, so it's like, yeah, babe. Anyways, Miss Dakota is shocked by, um, shocked by, like, guns killing people. So she's like, oh my god, we're all gonna die. But in the end, she and Steve are able to go back and get the cache that was in the little hut where she was doing her foraging, and they're able to get away. And go back to the financial bureau and be like, hey, we got the money that was stolen. Here it is. And we also took down the hole in the wall gang. Ta-da. Um, and Miss Dakota is finally like, I love you, Steve. And Steve, well, no, not Steve. She's like, I love you, Tom. And Mr. Tom Horn is like, babe, I love you too. The end, they live a happily ever after. Um, I think the romance in this film is better than other films. It's like... <laughs> Because, like, Dakota Lil, she's, like, girl boss all the way through the movie. She is, like, doing all the stuff. Um, so you just, like, sort of want to root for her. You want to root for her happy ending. And she gets it. Um, and that's all I really have to say. The plot's, like, very basic. It's very, like... It's very meh. But Miss Marie Windsor does a great job as Dakota Lil. Um, her singing voice was, like, pretty good, I guess. Um, the action in the film, I mean, it's Western. People on horses with guns. Um, I don't really like Westerns because of finding shootouts and stuff to be so boring. Um, also because since I've, like, essentially lived in Western areas, it's like, I don't know, seeing the seeing the western scenery is just like not that it's it's not it for me um well is that i didn't really grow up in like a western area i grew up in fucking la but um arizona would be like western place but i did grow up watch 
watching like lots of western stuff so maybe that just like got me burnt out on it like tom and jerry in the western areas looney tunes looney tunes that's what fucked me up um road runner road runner road 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 runner and wiley coyote they're the ones who ruined western for me i watched all of their watched all of their little skits and just got burnt out on western from them so even though Dakota, that's like totally off topic, but Dakota Lil, um, it's an okay Western. Um, it's better if you want to like watch it for Marie Windsor being girl boss. That's it. Watch it for a girl boss. That's it. Um, anyways, thank you for listening to me talk about a 1950s Western film that only has one line of plot summary on wikipedia (laughs) that just shows how obscure this is it doesn't even have like anything on wikipedia like well at least it has a wikipedia page that's something um but dakota lil not a bad movie by any means not a great one by any means pretty average i'd say slightly above average so if you're ever craving like a western with a happy ending Dakota Lil's your gal. And with that, I hope you join me in the next episode and I'll wind to you next time.